content creator, Claudine Francois, and the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello, and welcome to Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. I am so excited today because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, food, and we have such an amazing guest with us. You are absolutely going to love her. Oh my goodness. So stick around because it's going to be awesome. And just a reminder, if you ever want to learn more about me, my products, and my services, you can check those out at ingoodcleantaste.com. Now, today's show topic is how to stop dieting and love food again with Danielle Omar. Oh my gosh, you are going to love this powerhouse. Danielle Omar is an integrative culinary dietitian specializing in lifestyle medicine, metabolic health, and personalized nutrition. Her private nutrition counseling and group programs help women that were 40 and over lose weight, improve metabolism, lower inflammation, decrease sugar cravings, and create a healthy relationship with food. Who doesn't need that? Oh my goodness. I am going to bring her up and we're just going to get started because there is so much goodness here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the show. So excited to have you, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. Yay. And I love that we're seeing your kitchen in the background. That is perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start by asking you the first thing I ask all my guests, which is what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? Such a great question. Um, for me, it's a sort of a personal thing. I'm really, really, really into eating with joy and eating with reverence for food, right? To me, that's so important. I know we're going to talk about that a lot today. And then also eating with reverence for my health as well. Mm -hmm. So with joy and reverence for food and my health. Oh my gosh. So, so good. I love that. That is definitely a zesty citrus moment. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So I want to get to your tips because you have so many great tips. Like your first tip is stay or become curious about the way you feel about food. What do you mean by that? Stay or become curious about the way yes. you feel about food. Well, I think, you know, with the people, a lot of the people I work with, they have been dieting their whole life. And so food has a lot of multiple meanings, you know, it's sort of, it's got a lot of triggers and there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of sort of diet mentality going on. So I think it's really important to either become curious and some people are already curious. So that's what I mean by stay. So either stay or become curious about the way you're the way you feel about the food you're eating. So for me, I'm eating with joy is so important. So if I feel like I am not eating, this thing I'm eating isn't bringing me joy, I'm going to get curious about that, right? Why am I eating it? You know, am I eating it because I think I should eat it or I have to eat it? And, you know, at the same time, it goes the other way. Are you eating food and then feeling guilt about it or shame or regret or remorse. Like to me, regret eating is the worst kind of eating. So that's what I mean about how you feel about food. I think it's just, I think it's actually more important how you feel about the food you're eating than what you're actually eating. I know that's crazy. 
It's not crazy because you know, they've done studies that show that, you know, how you go on vacation and you just enjoy the food so much. You're like, wow, that was the best meal I ever had. And it's usually Mm -hmm. because we're already in a state of excitement and euphoria. Mm -hmm. And that translates to when we sit down. Plus we usually have more time to enjoy the food. I absolutely love that. When I heard your quote, I was thinking of like, I have some clients who will tell me my husband won't eat vegetables. He's like a 56 year old man. He won't eat a broccoli to say broccoli stock to save his life <laughs> or, or like forget mm-hmm. kale, kale's off the table. <laughs> so I thought that's where you're going with this because, and we're going to talk about your book, super green smoothies, uh, because you have so many great ways to what I will call, this is not your words. This is what I will call trick people into eating their greens. <laughs> because you have a lot of great recipes that taste amazing that just happen to have spinach or just happen to have cucumber or mint or something great. Um, Speaking of mint, I love all your anti-inflammatory shakes or smoothies in here Um, because I love herbs, right? Like I'm a big fan of herbs, but some people are just like, "Mm, I'm not really into cilantro or I don't want to add mint to my things. Like I have one kid who's like that one kid is like, bring it. And the other kid is like, no, right. But putting things in a smoothie, they're not going to, you put a banana in there. They're not going to know. (laughs) <laughs> no, and a lot of times it really, um, you know, it makes the smoothie pop, like putting in something like basil or cilantro or microgreens, or one of my mm. favorites is arugula. Like if you like, arugula is tough, but I, it's so good because it's, it's like, you know, spicy yes. and it's, you know, so I love putting um, herbs in smoothies for sure. And I think a lot of times they don't even know it's in there, like you said. Absolutely. Can I bring up the video you sent me of my favorite smoothie of yours? Of course. Okay. Is that the arugula one? I wonder if that's the arugula one. No, it's the chocolate one. All right. We're going to see how this works. Oh, it's the cherry one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one. Well, cherry and chocolate are like two of my favorite things. So So good. I'm all about it. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna see if this will play here for us. This is a favorite go-to smoothie when I just don't have anything to eat in the house. I use my favorite frozen tart cherries, but you can use any fruit, and then add in protein powder, cocoa powder, fiber powder, herbal coffee, peanut butter, and coconut milk. Super satisfying and totally delicious. Yum. <laughs> that is a favorite for sure. No greens in there, but lots of other goodies. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love that one. And tell me for, for people who maybe are like, I can't really do peanut butter or I want to do a different fruit. Like you, you're really good about making substitutions. Like, Oh yeah. Do- and you know, it's funny. People think they need a recipe for a smoothie and you really don't like half of these, you know, you just make up like the, my favorite arugula one I just made up. Um, but if you don't like peanut butter, you know, almond butter, any nut butter, any nut butter, mm-hmm. so cashew butter, you know, whatever you have, or if you're totally nut free, you could obviously just keep it out as well. Um, you could do sunflower seed butter, or you could even do like tahini, which is, you know, sesame seed butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you could also use, um, peanut butter powder if you don't have nut butter and you're like, oh, but I have peanut butter powder. So any, you know, I just love peanut butter. Like to me, it could go in every smoothie and I would be happy. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. And I will mention, so you can tell, I, I love your book. I have all these little tabs. <laughs> And it's really pretty too. Like it has all these, you, people can probably see that's color coded, which is great. Oh, that was a nice little breeze. Um, because you have this, like you, the way you divide it up, you have so many great different um, sections. So it's like the Categories, detox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The detox smoothies, the weight loss, the digestive health, which is great. Yep. I think a lot of people have digestive health needs. Uh, energy boosters, anti inflammatory, which I love those, antioxidants, 
healthy mm-hmm. skin, healthy heart. Like I love it. And and it's great because you can easily tell the sections by the color. The color yes. Yes. It is super colorful. <laughs> and I say, like I have about a million cookbooks. Okay. But yours was, and so I will say that when they usually follow a pattern. So when I find something that's unique and different, I'm like, oh, this is a new way of doing it. And so like I was super excited because I've read a million cookbooks. Right. And right. You gave so many great um explanations in the beginning, like is organic better and smoothie fundament fundamentals and mm-hmm. talk about the different add-ins. So if somebody says, you know, I like this, like here's your um, you have an almond spice one that I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. To me, that's almost like a like a chia, not chia, chai smoothie. Chai, yeah. Um, but like if somebody looked at it and they're like, okay, I like this, but I, I don't quite like that. Or I want to switch something up. Like you give them the tools. Substitutes, yes. Because I know you were saying uh, you don't need a recipe to make a smoothie, but some people when they're first figuring out how to make a smoothie need a recipe. But I think for any of us, when we're learning something new, it's like we need totally. the template and then we can start to improvise. So you give all the tools. Yes. And I think the reason I did that is probably because there's nothing worse than making a smoothie and it being like inedible. And it's just like such a waste of ingredients, you know, because you used all that stuff up. And so, you know, that was kind of the premise behind that. It's like, I don't want you to make this thing and then it not be something because there are smoothies out there that you can make that are just you choke it down, you know, and I'll choke it down because I don't want to waste it. But I also know how to tweak it to make it a little better. <laughs> like yeah, peanut butter fixes a lot of things. You know, throwing a date in will fix a lot of things. If it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't sweet enough. Throwing in protein powder, like a vanilla protein powder, that fixes almost everything. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I did love that you added dates in some of them because I'm like, sometimes that's, you know, I'll use plain protein powder a lot. And you want it a little bit sweeter. And you're like, well, I don't want to put anything sugary in it. But a date is perfect because you get the fiber from the date and mm-hmm. all those great nutrients from the date. And you get bonus sweetness. And it's yeah, <laughs> it's just sweet enough. And I think, too, with my cookbook, it is um, it is mostly green. You know, it's one cup of veg. I'm sorry, one cup of fruit. No more than that for every recipe. So it mm-hmm. was supposed to be green, you know, planty. Right. That's what I like to say. Veggie-based or planty, but you know when you when you start to get used to having it that way, and then you go to like a smoothie king or like the smoothie shops, you know, out there, you mm-hmm. want to gag. You're like, oh my god, this is so gross and sweet. It's like so overly sweet, you know. So it you you do change your palate. That is so true. I have friends who um you know would go from the standard American diet to you know the, like they, whatever their diet of choice was. Let's just use paleo as an example because they would take out all of the extra sweeteners, all of the extra additives, they would take out the, you know, the things that have all the extra fillers. And so they started to notice how food tastes. I had a friend who specifically told me, I can really taste my vegetables now. Like before I needed to season the heck out of them. And now I can enjoy the flavor of the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I want to get to your next tip. So this is how you feel about food is more important than what you eat. Getting into alignment with how you feel will help you create the healthy lifestyle you desire. Tell us about the alignment part of that. I'm really curious. What does that mean to get into alignment with our the way we want to feel? Okay. I mean, this is a big, big topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do my best to like, you know, fall it down. And a lot of the things I teach people like in my courses and stuff are around, you know, just being in alignment with your, you know, 
you could say health goals, but for me, it's really more how you want to feel about your diet, right? How you want to feel about your relationship with food, right? Is it something, you know, a lot of people, you know, you can re relate, I'm sure will come to you and just like food is the enemy, you know, they've been fighting with food their whole life. It's something that that's why they're like, just tell me what to eat and I'll eat it. Like, that's the kind of person I want to rehab, <laughs> right? To more of like, I want to be in love with food. I want food to be my partner. I want food to be my, you know, my medicine. And so mm -hmm. it, from that space, from being in that, that, that to me would be like being aligned with your desire. So what is your desire to have? What kind of a relationship do you want with food? And then getting into that space and then choosing food from that space versus I want to lose weight, mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't work because if it did work, there would be no, nobody would be overweight, right? Because that's everyone's goal in who's has weight to lose. Their goal is they want to lose weight, but eating from that place doesn't, it's not powerful. That's not really in alignment with how you want to feel because I want to lose weight. It had, what does that feel like? Right? So get in touch with how that feels like, I want to love what I'm eating. I want so many people say to me, I want the natural, I want the healthy choice to be the natural choice. Mm. And so if you want to, be, if that's your desire, you need to be in alignment with that, right? Not be in a struggle or, you know, this constant battle. Those are words people say, battle, struggle, challenge with food. Make sense? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. And it's, I mean, just think about how excited we are to eat a certain meal. Like we want to be yes. excited to eat that meal that makes us feel good on the inside, as well as, you know, just the initial rush of the sugar or the, the extra Well, and even, you know, even a meal like that, you know, even if you're so excited to eat a beautiful plate of waffles <laughs> that you made, I'm saying that because that's something a client was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Like there's a way to eat a beautiful plate of waffles that you made from a loving place and eating them with joy and reverence for them, right? In alignment with, I love this food feels so good. You know, I made it, I made it with love. I made it with joy. That's a whole different experience than I'm going to woof these down, eat as many as I can, because I know that I'm not going to do this again. And because they're bad, and then I'm going to feel guilt and shame after. So you're going to digest the food better when you're eating with joy and not stressed, you know, mm -hmm. eating that way from guilt and shame, you're stressed when you're eating. You it know? sounds like you want people to have a healthy relationship with food. I, it sounds like <laughs> weird <laughs> I know, right? I know. that's so good because you're right we have we as a society i think we have built so much emotional turmoil around the way we eat around what we eat the shame of you know i've heard stories of people tell me yeah i was eating this thing and because i'm overweight people are like staring at me and giving me the stink eye and you know, that's just that's just wrong right people totally. really need to have um I think if we, if we, this is going to sound super woo woo, and I'm not even a woo woo person, but. Oh, I'm woo woo. I'm totally woo woo. I accounting. These people are going to be like, who are you right now? But I feel like if you can feel the love and energy from your food, that it seeps into you, and then you can exude out that love and positive energy into your day. Okay. That was my woo for the day, people. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Like if you start your day sort of, um, you know, again, in shame around what you just ate, 
or feeling like food is, you know, I've got to figure out what to eat, you know, just thinking about, I would say to your audience, you know, think about the words that you use to describe your relationship with food. I've got to figure out what to eat. You know, um, I, I can't have what I want, I'm not allowed to have that. Um, you know, this is hard. That's a big one. You know, eating healthy is hard. Mm. You know, just the, I think the languaging around it is so, is so important too. It, it tells you a lot about your relationship with food, how you describe it. Food in general. So good. That's like a mocktail moment. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to talk some more about some of these recipes because you have, and I'm just going to like tell people some of these cool things. You have a pineapple matcha is what I just turned to. I, was, I didn't even notice that one before. That sounds amazing. That sounds really good. I forgot about that one. And we were talking earlier about chocolate mint because I happen to have like a garden box that's overflowing with mint right now. And I'm like, you got chocolate, you got mint. I'm in. Absolutely. Yes. And that also has, okay, just so people get an idea, that has a cup of diced zucchini in it and some cauliflower florets. So like you're getting some serious fiber in there to start your day or whenever you have it, right? But it's really good because this one's, and it tells you at the top, high fiber, high protein, less sugar, meal replacement. And the other nice thing about this book for people who are interested in that information is it does tell you the calories and the macro breakdown. So like if you're someone who really is tracking that for whatever reason, you can, you can definitely, uh, you don't have to worry about it. It's all right here. Right. Um, and we try to really have them be high fiber and, you know, it's kind of, it's a little difficult to have a lower carb smoothie. You can do it. Mm -hmm. I've definitely done it before. Um, but you know, when you're using fruit and vegetables, I mean, that's what they are seeds, you know, everything has carb in it. So not all carb is bad, but I really tried to do high fiber. Well, the great news about fiber, and I just heard this from, um, I can't think of her name right now, but there's a a lady who's a scientist out there and she's discovered that the order of your food is really important. Oh yeah. Type fiber food first, or if you have fiber with your goddess. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. That if you, you absorb your carbs differently when you have fiber in them because they're creating this like protective mesh that then your body can, it's like slowing down the absorption of the carbs. Yeah, it slows down digestion. So if you can eat your carbs, you know, on your plate after you've already had your protein and some fat or some fiber, right? So, which is, you know, I have something called a nourish plate that I use in my programs and half the plate is vegetables or salad. And so eat that first. I think she has, she actually calls that having a a veggie appetizer or something like that. But eating your fiber first is going to help slow down the digestion of that carb. Yeah, she has a lot of fun tricks. She's so good. She's so good. All right. I could go all day on the cookbook, but I want to get to the rest of your tips. (laughs) So this one was um, the healthy and delicious lifestyle with Claudine. And that is, there is no one diet that will work for everyone. Listen to your body and make adjustments. And I've just Mm -hmm. noticed that with my clients, um, someone may do better on a vegan diet. Someone may do better on a high protein diet. And so in your book, you have so many options for this one has more protein. This one's more of like a detox in between meals type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you talk about substitution. So I just want to point out that regardless of whether you're more of a higher protein versus a higher carb person, just noticing how your body feels, which I'm kind of segueing into the last tip. (laughs) Silly me. Um, but it's like, are, you know, if you are a fast oxidizer, you're a person who tends to need more protein. If you're a slow oxidizer, you're a person who tends to need more carbs and 
knowing that about yourself, really checking in and seeing how you feel after eating like an hour later, do you have more energy or do you feel sluggish and then adjusting? But the great thing about your book is that they can use all of these recipes um, and just pick and choose the ones that make them feel the best. Cause like, I know for me, if I have a banana in a smoothie, I start to feel more sluggish. So I have to be mm. careful with how much I put, how much banana I put. I'll use more like cherries or berries um, that have a little bit more fiber, but you have so much goodness in here. <laughs> so there's, so I think, much you know, from. for me, it's like, I, I, you know, it's funny that you say that, like, I need to have, when I'm having a smoothie, I need to make sure there's fat in there. Because and a lot of my clients are the same way. They're like, oh, I'm hungry in an hour after my smoothie. So either you didn't have enough fat or you didn't have any protein. But then, like you said, there's some people who just don't do any protein and just it's really fresh and lots of fiber and they're full for hours. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it really does matter, um, you know, you how your body digests. Sure. I do love that. And I love the, um, the fat example. Cause yes, that's definitely a good component to help keeping you satiated. Tell mm -hmm. me about the protein switch ups that you like, like the collagen versus the protein powder. I know we were talking about this a little bit before we started. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, I think, you know, a lot of people feel like protein ruins the flavor of their smoothie. I hear that all the time. They don't want to add it because they're like, Oh, it ruins it. And it, it does. It, it would definitely ruin one that you, um, that really is relying on the ingredients to give flavor. So I usually recommend if you want to just add some protein to your smoothie without affecting the flavor to do unflavored, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty basic. You can do a plant-based protein um, or you can do a whey protein. I think they're both fine. Just knowing, again, some people get really bloated and weird with whey uh, and some people get really bloated and weird with, with plant-based. So it's just knowing, you know, and then there's a million others. There's egg-based. There's, you know, all these other kinds, but collagen, I just like to point out collagen is great for skin and joints and nails. And, you know, it's really awesome for hair and all the things, um, mm. but it isn't like the same as a whey protein. You know, it's not really a complete protein. It's collagen. So I would just caution people not to rely on collagen as their, you know, if they're using this as like a protein, like a meal replacement, um, sometimes I'll do a scoop of collagen and my regular protein. Um, but you can also uh, just use, um, you know, because then it's like you have, have to buy all these different flavors. So what I do is I usually buy unflavored mm. and then I'll add cocoa powder to make it chocolate or I'll add vanilla powder to make it um, or vanilla extract to make it vanilla. Or, and I also have one that I love that's a peanut butter flavor that I just love. <laughs> um, and I make a ton of stuff with my protein powder. So I do have a lot, but some people don't want to have like five bags, you know? So mm -hmm. I would say go with unflavored and then you can always make the flavor you want with that. Perfect. And then you can also adjust, you can control the ingredients, including sweeteners. I know some people are like anti- um, Exactly. Sweeteners, mm -hmm. um, especially stevia. Um and, you know, like there are some people who are um, sensitive to pea protein or certain proteins. And like you could, there are brands where you could just get a single thing. All it is is yep. that one. It's like sunflower seeds or it's just pumpkin seeds or yep. whatever it is. Or hemp um, seeds. Hemp seeds are great. If you don't want to use protein powder at all, you could just throw hemp seeds in there. That's a great protein. Um, you could throw in Greek yogurt. You're also mm -hmm. getting protein from there. So yes. you can do both of those. <laughs> she black seeds. Yeah, they're great. Exactly. And I will point out that you actually have in your book, you have um, 
I can't remember, is it a three-day cleanse or you have a cleanse in here? Is it five days? Yes, like a three-day reset. Yeah. Three-day reset. Um, so I also have a three-day reset with food. You could do a three-day reset with the smoothies, which is great if you want to get the book. I will definitely link the book. I want to show your favorite green smoothie video. Can we do okay. that? <laughs> I get all excited. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, wash Screaming, baby, please. Crying on my knees, staring over to the sky Friday. Breakfast in bed, baby, please. What was there once before? What was there once before? Cause I can't feel anything anymore. It's a shame that by the time that you find me, I'll be bitter and resemble the Change me, but here I go, it's happening, and I'm letting go willingly. That's my arugula one. I love oh, if you arugula, you will love that one. It's so minty and like tart and so oh. yummy. It looks so great. First of all, I love that you're doing the videos because those are so much fun. Um, but the lemon in there, I mean, I'm a yep. big fan of lemon. The mint, the arugula, like you said, that little peppery flavor. I mean, yep. so, so good. It's uh, really good. I hope you enjoyed doing those videos because I enjoy watching them. <laughs> I do love doing them. They're fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Janelle, we could talk all day. We could. I, I could. Oh, I love the book. Everyone needs to get this book. I will put the link to it below. Tell people where they can find you if they want to follow you. Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram there at food.confidence.dietitian or just search Danielle Omar. Um, and then you can find me on my website at uh, foodconfidence.com. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right. I'm going to drop you in the green room. Go grab a mocktail. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, was that not amazing? Did we not have so much fun with that? Oh, wow. So, so good. So I just want to remind you, you know, how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for yourself today? And until then, join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central. And be sure to have a healthy, delicious day. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. 
contact my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA.